We are checking in on the dynasty value of the top players in the game on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Uh, we're we're the, in the middle of the week here, looking ahead to week 13. And as we always do on Wednesdays, we're talking dynasty player value sometimes we do some dynasty value studies we look at new adp that's probably next week we'll have some new december adp for you next week today though i wanted to to do something a little bit different um looking at at some of the top players uh looking at some rankings and we always talk about dynasty league football of course i'm uh, i'm i'm partial to dlf we don't we don't hide that we use a lot of the adp and the That's tools great. from uh from that site that uh that i'm a part of but there's plenty of other great sites out there as well tools and resources and one thing i've been looking at lately matt is comparing the value across some different sites uh and, and what i've done today is created an average player value or player rank looking at dlf rankings looking at rankings from keep trade cut we've talked about that site on here before and also uh looking at a site called fantasy calc i don't believe we've talked about that one on here before so um matt i don't know if you know this for for our listeners who may or may not know this ktc keep trade cut is basically crowdsourced you go on that website they give you a a group of three players and they ask you which one you want to keep trade or cut and it essentially creates a ranking of those three players and with you know i would assume hundreds maybe thousands of people responding to those prompts each day they're able to create a a rank and a, a value for each player so that website, that data, the rankings we're going to talk about today for Keep Trade Cut, it's it's all community based. Fantasy Calc is is different, but still pulling information from the community because they're basing their values on trades that actually happen. We talk about those trades. Uh, we pull those from the Trade Finder over at DLF. Uh, they've they've gone one step further. They've tapped into again. I'm, I would assume thousands of leagues, maybe tens of thousands of dynasty leagues, pulling the trade info from those leagues, and again creating uh, using that to create a ranking system. So you've got one that is community based. You've got one that is based simply on trades and what dynasty managers are actually doing with the players on their teams. And, and DLF is probably a, a mix of those. Of mm-hmm. course, that's based on um, it's based on really both of those things, along with our rankings uh, from the the writers and the group uh, groups over there at DLF. So we're gonna we're gonna average all three of those. We'll talk about some uh, areas where I've noticed some pretty big differences between the three sites, uh, and, and we'll just talk about as many players as we can going okay, down cool. the line. 
Matt, the first two are easy. We talk about them all the time. Justin Jefferson is the consensus 101, the number one player on all three of those sites. So whether you're talking community-based ranks, trade value, whatever it is, Justin Jefferson sits atop the list. And his buddy, Jamar Chase, his former teammate, Jamar Chase, is right behind him as the consensus number two pick. So those two are pretty easy. No big surprise there. The third player in this ranking, and again, this is an average of KTC, DLF, and Fantasy Calc. The third player is Jonathan Taylor. And there is a a little bit of difference here. He's valued anywhere from three to six. Um and he's been in that top three, of course, for sure. for months now. Does it surprise you he's still there based on this ranking uh, setup we've done here, Matt? In one way, yes, because his stock's not great. There's coaching issues, there's quarterback yeah. issues, there's O-line issues. But you got to put somebody three, and I'm not sure who it should be. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Certainly feels like a big gap from uh, the two receivers to right, everyone right. else right now. Uh, so Jonathan Taylor is third. I'm I'm with you. It almost feels like uh, maybe maybe third by default. Mm-hmm. A little bit. An- another running back shows up right behind Taylor. It's a rookie, Kenneth Walker the third. Uh, his ranking uh, very very tightly packed there, anywhere from five to seven. So he's ranked five, six, or seven on the three sites. Obviously, no big difference there. Does Kenneth Walker deserve to be the fourth valued player in Dynasty right now? Pretty warmed up to him. I mean, they have yeah. two, two young tackles. You know, they got a lot of resources to get better. Yeah, I'm cool with it. I, I mean, he's yeah. a great football player. Can you make an argument for Walker over Jonathan Taylor? I like his situation better. I'm thinking about the next same year, tier, right? Yeah, 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 100%. Yeah. But I'm just thinking about next year, who's going to be in a better situation. I bet it's Walker. Looking at the next couple of players, and again, we'll talk about as many of these guys as we can. Hopefully, we get through the first two rounds, uh, essentially 24 players. A a trio of three wide receivers here. A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, and Tyreek Hill. Uh, Different parts of their career, obviously. Waddell and and Brown both still still very young. Tyreek Hill. uh, Getting up there, had the team changed. None of that matters. He's still dominating. Uh, when you look at these three, though, we see some some big differences. A.J. Brown valued anywhere from three overall, that's over at DLF, to 11 overall at Fantasy Calc. Wow, that's uh, very low. Jalen Waddell valued anywhere from three to 13. Uh, the low mark there, also Fantasy Calc. And again, they're pulling that this data straight from trades. What will A.J. Brown bring you in a trade? What will Jalen Waddell bring you in a trade uh, fantasy calc says it's not quite as much to equal uh, this lofty of a rank I'm, I'm still valuing these guys that highly though if it's my team I, I want both of those players as top five or six assets I can't fight you on that I mean they have very bright futures they're very scheme friendly I like their quarterbacks more and more they're young I mean they're going to be a massive asset for a lot of years yeah And then Hill is the seventh-ranked player, um, valued anywhere from 5 to 11. And Fantasy Calc is actually on the high end of that one. They have him at 5. So valuing the veterans a little bit higher, uh, where KTC, keep trade cut, I think you will find them traditionally leaning towards youth. Tyreek Hill's 11 overall 
on that site. Okay. Um, I guess that makes yeah. sense the way that that site's set up that you would, you know, keep the young guy. Right. So we're through the top seven players. Uh, we will continue with this conversation, look at eight through 12 and beyond right after this. Taro is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Taro, you can book any car you want, wherever you want, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Maybe you want a pickup truck for to do some errands or some yard work or something like that. Or even test out an electric vehicle. Um, every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at tarot.com. So... I have told you guys a little bit recently about Audible. This episode is brought to you by Audible, and they're releasing a new slate of football podcasts. Obviously, you're a podcast listener that we're pretty certain you're going to like. I mean, find the podcast Block Forever now wherever you get your podcasts. And Block Forever is going to be it's pretty cool. It's a brand new podcast from former NFL All-Pro offensive lineman Ryan Khalil and Audible. And Khalil takes the conversation about football to the next level. I mean, he sits down with star players and coaches, former pros from across the league to get about what happens on the field and behind the scenes, locker rooms, during team meetings, back at the hotel, on the field, all that good stuff, of course. New episodes of Block Forever will be recorded and released every week ahead of Thursday Night Football. Ryan and guests discuss topics like the players' psyches, sport betting, playing through pain, being a leader, how to deal with combative teammates. I mean, there's nothing out of bounds. So catch the full Block Forever series available anywhere you get your podcast, available everywhere now. Audible, get in the game. Matt, let's continue this conversation. We're looking at the top-ranked players in Dynasty Leagues. We have combined the rankings from Dynasty League Football, Keep, Trade, Cut, and Fantasy Calc into one set of rankings. We're through seven players, and number eight, Matt, was a little bit of a surprise for me. Actually, it's a big surprise for me. Uh, it is Josh Allen. I, I, I didn't mm. mention this, but um, you, you've probably figured it out by now. We are looking at one quarterback, single right, quarterback right. Uh, rankings here. But we still got Josh Allen showing up as the uh, eighth overall player. And it, actually, it's it's us over at DLF bringing him down. We've got him ranked 17 overall. And both KTC and Fantasy Calc agree that he is four overall, the fourth-ranked player in Dynasty, even in a single quarterback league. And this is one of the points I really wanted to uh, get your thoughts on, Matt. Where are you on this idea of valuing a quarterback? And obviously Josh Allen is elite. He's a difference maker. Would you value him in a one-quarterback league this highly, as, as essentially as a top eight, 10, maybe even a top four overall player. You and I have been doing this together for a long time now, and you longer than me in the dynasty community. And I remember when I was new to it, there was a strong argument that, hey, if you're doing a startup draft in a one quarterback league, just take Andrew Luck first overall, start him for 15 years, and figure out all the other things as you go. And I was new, and I'm thinking... That makes some sense. Dynasty's a little bit more like the real world than regular fantasy. And sure, I'll take a great quarterback young prospect that's probably going to be an every week starter for maybe a decade. 
well, luck retired, but that's neither here nor there. Sure. So I do kind of understand that. I never bought into it, though, because I'm sure Josh Allen's going to be a top five guy for the foreseeable future. It's just the position's not scarce. So I'm leaning... I do a lot of redraft too, as everyone I'm sure listening does. And I mm-hmm. bet the Allen Hurts Mahomeses are going to go higher in redraft next year than in any point in recent memory. So I do think there's a stronger argument for this than ever, because I think a lot of people are winning fantasy leagues with Josh Allen as their second pick in 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 um, redraft. Yeah. So I'm more open to the idea, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, that, that's that's. That probably describes where I am with it as well. Um, I mean, I, I think it's still hard for me, even as good as Josh Allen has been, to spend that first round, that top five, top ten asset on him, uh, knowing I could get one of those other quarterbacks later. And, um, I mean, if it's Patrick Mahomes two ra- a round or two rounds later, if it's Jalen Hurts a round or two later, if it's Justin Herbert three or four rounds later, Lamar Jackson four or five rounds later, like you've always got to consider um, how much of a, uh, you know, how much of a boost, how much of a difference is that player making for your weekly roster compared to the other position you might get. Now, I mean, you kind of said earlier with Jonathan Taylor at three, it, it, it's got to be somebody. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we really do see, uh, we see a big gap here. And the thinking could be, you, you know, looking at some of these running backs and receivers and they're tightly packed and maybe there's not a big difference between who you get at eight versus who you get at 20 or right or, or second round pick. Right. So if, if that's the case, uh, then, then maybe that would be a reason to spend up on the quarterback and and uh, lock in that elite asset. Um, so Josh Allen, eight overall. But you're not quite there yet, right? I'm not. I'm yeah, not. Yeah, I, yeah. I still wouldn't do it personally, but I, I do, as you said, I do at least see the reasoning for it. And, and I mean, we see the reasoning for it every week when Josh Allen puts up these crazy numbers. Right. There are so few down weeks for those guys. Nine overall uh, is Saquon Barkley. Certainly had a bounce back year. This puts him in the RB3 spot. He's valued as a top 12 player on all three sites, anywhere from 7 to 12, uh, with an average uh, ranking of nine overall. And actually, we should include the next player because his average is the exact same. It's C.D. Lamb, Hmm. uh, Cowboys wide receiver, ranked anywhere from 6 to 14. So Barkley and Lamb... Coming up next, uh, probably no surprise. I think that's a fair value for those guys. If you think about it as from a startup draft standpoint, they're probably both late first rounders, uh, yeah. maybe maybe even falling into the second round. My only nugget is it's getting to the point of the season where guys like, I understand Barkley's better than these two. Barkley, Kamara, Pierce is the strongest example where there's just nothing else on offense and every team is just keying on these running backs to no end and really limiting their production. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly been frustrating with Damian Pierce. He went, uh, he went from a, uh, a a super valuable asset to just falling off the, uh, falling off the board here in the past two weeks. Let's finish up the first round here, Matt. And it ends with a couple of running backs uh, in very different points of their career. Uh, Brees Hall, 11 overall. 
valued anywhere from nine to 13 in the three sets of rankings. And I think this is exactly what is going to happen. He, he lost some value, fell off after that injury. Uh, he's, he's going to bounce right back. He's going to be a first rounder in dynasty startup drafts this off season. Um, it, you know, we get past the season. We uh, are, are maybe not so worried or focused on that injury. Obviously, we're we're not missing him in our lineups in February, March, and and into the spring and summer. He's going to quickly regain value, I think. So this is this is not a surprise for me. No, I mean, I was about to ask you, and I think you kind of answered it that if we do this two weeks from now, might he be ten? If we do it three yeah. weeks from now, will he be nine? You know, like. I've withstood three more weeks of him being out and his value just keeps going up and up and up. And it wouldn't surprise me either if he um, moves up the running back ranks as well and, and could eventually be back in that RB one range Walker uh, neighborhood. Yeah, of course with, uh, with the incoming rookie Bijan Robinson, who mm-hmm. we expect to challenge for that RB one spot as well. So with, with Walker, with Brees Hall, uh, with, with Robinson expected to come in, uh, the, the, the top of the running back ranks have gotten very young very quickly. So we, we are through the top 12 players. That was Jefferson, Chase, Taylor, Walker, A.J. Brown, Waddle, Tyree Kill, Josh Allen, Barkley, Lamb, Brees Hall, and the 12th player, I don't, I don't know if I even mentioned, it's Christian McCaffrey, still hanging on mm-hmm. to that first round value. And, and I think that's understandable uh, based on what we've seen from him and, and the expectations of what he will continue to do in that San Francisco offense. Matt, when we come back, we will blow through the second round, the next 12 players uh, in this cumulative ranking set that we have. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. So that's why you check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. And it's remarkably easy. It's really the only way to go. I mean, they have simple tools like screening questions, make it easy to focus on the exact candidates with with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Um, it's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Um, you want to finish this year very strong and find the exactly the right team member to help you out. And LinkedIn jobs is exactly what, where you're going to find that. Um, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter to the biggest stories in sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. All right, Matt, we are through the top 12 players. We have combined rankings from Dynasty League Football, Keep Trade Cut, and Fantasy Calc. Average those to spit out an overall top 24. And uh, for the most part, the three sites have been in agreement here with, uh, with those quarterbacks being, I guess, the big difference. 
And let's uh, let's roll through these next twelve players. Thirteen okay. overall. Stefan Diggs. We've uh, we've already seen Tyree Hill. I guess I'm a little surprised that Diggs is so far behind Hill in this ranking. What what do you think here? Yeah, and we had a good conversation earlier in the week about you know some of these rock solid in their prime. I don't want to say old or young wide receivers. They're so safe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I kind of use the reference that you know redraft next year we might see quarterbacks, the stud quarterbacks going higher. I've always been a redraft. Give me the best running back available. Running back, running back. I have to do that. That's the way I was trained. A lot of teams are winning leagues with digs and cup or digs. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and then you'll plug, plug in the holes later with running back. So I'm coming around on that as well. That I'll take digs for the next four years at this price. 14 overall is Travis Etienne, valued anywhere from 12 to 20 overall. So uh, pretty much locked in as a second rounder. I, I still think there's some uh, some questions about Travis Etienne, uh, his, his role in the offense, his upside in general in the NFL, and mm-hmm. uh, and certainly his, his ability to stay on the field. We've got to see him stay healthy to maintain or, or grow his dynasty value. Real quick, we had a, a Trevor Lawrence conversation earlier in the week, too, yep. and I do think Jacksonville's offensive stock is increasing. Yeah, it feels feels like that's going to be a, a fun team to watch next year yeah, yeah. Uh, with those two, Calvin Ridley. Ridley, Christian Kirk, and whoever else they can add. Maybe a first-round pick, or you know. Mark Andrews is the first tight end to show up here at 16 overall. Uh, The three sites basically agree on his value, ranking him at 16, 17, or 19 overall. Uh, We've talked about Andrews versus Pitts all year long, and I know I'm sure there's many people still hanging on to Pitts as the dynasty tight end one, but uh, it it seems like... uh, the the near consensus is Mark Andrews is that guy. Yeah, my concern is a little like this Barkley Kamara Pierce conversation. That that offense is I don't say broken, but very easy to concentrate on Andrews right now. Yeah. Do you do you expect that to be a problem next year as well? I don't know. I, I mean, I I could see an offensive coordinator change. You know, we yeah, have Lamar's yeah. contract up. It's. I'm not saying that was a failed experiment the way they play offense, but I mean they're they're throwing Ricard out there for like every snap, and he's not even a weapon, and they don't have receivers, and people are starting to figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next couple of guys on the list, we've got a veteran running back, Austin Eckler. Uh, pretty big, uh, pretty big uh, gap in his ranking, valued anywhere from 15 overall to 27. Wow. He is 20, 27 overall on keep trade cut i mentioned they certainly seem to skew uh towards the younger players so i i guess based on that it's it's not a big surprise but um outside of the top 25 uh that's a little strong for eckler so uh 15 18 and 27 he shows up at 18 overall and then uh two young wide receivers t higgins at 19 amon ross st brown at 20 and the sites, for the most part, are in agreement that this is the range those two guys belie- uh, belong in. I would have both of them higher, personally, Matt. Yeah, I, I yeah. really like both of those receivers. Uh, no surprise that I like to build teams around the wide receiver. Give me those two uh, 
20 something receivers for the next several years. Yeah. I have no reservations about Higgins sharing time with chase or is St. Brown for real. Yes. Yeah. They're both fine. Uh, I'll, I'll take them all day long. St. Brown is a, a get open machine. <clears throat> Nick Chubb is 21 overall uh, ranked at 21, 22 and 26 by the three sites. So uh, pretty well in agreement on Nick Chubb as well. Uh, you talk about safe. Uh, Nick Chubb yeah. is just, just safe, just a safe pick here in that late second, early third round range. And the top and 24. A, I think there's a really good chance Kareem Hunt's not a Brown next year either. Yeah, well, he's he's just kind of been phased out of that offense. He's that too. Not, yeah. not really been a factor the past month or so. 22 overall, another young receiver and an, another player that I would rank higher personally, Chris Olave, valued anywhere from 17 to 29. That gives him an average of 22 overall. I mean, Matt, when I updated my rankings, I think I put Chris Olave at six overall. That's how highly I think of this player. Oh, no. Wow. Overall. I thought I liked him. That's impressive. So you have him like ahead of, you know, I I mean, I I essentially have him with Waddle and St. Brown. Okay. Okay. I mean, I don't do rankings, but I'm sitting here thinking Waddle versus Olave. They're only one year apart. It's a conversation. He's that good. Yeah, that's that's yet another offense that needs to uh, figure some things out if we're, oh, yeah. we're going to be valuing players that highly. Uh, surely we see Jameis Winston back on the field soon. I hope so. I would hope so, too. Matt, the top 24 ends with a couple veteran wide receivers. Cooper Cup, 23 overall, and Devontae Adams, 24 overall. The sites basically agree on those two. And we we kind of got into this conversation, as you said um, yesterday, talking about those those veterans producing at an elite level, and certainly Cup and Adams, Cup when healthy, uh, were doing that and are doing that. It's not going to surprise me though, once it's January or February and we're doing startup drafts, that those two guys are third round startup picks mm-hmm. because they are so. They're so old, you know, that's, that's going to be the concern. That's going to be what is pushing them down. And I think once again, they're going to be a value for somebody willing to take a shot and, and build their team around those older players that may only have two years left instead of six or seven years left. There could be a lot of change with the Rams and Raiders as well. Yeah. Yeah. There, there certainly needs to be. Yeah. That will do it for today's show. Thanks for listening. Uh, Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.